0: Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like tedious commutes to work or dealing with your annoying boss. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on their crossword puzzles, even though they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So there's literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom R S. ZocDoc.com R S. Welcome to R slash Am I the Butthole? Where OP's husband wants to give away her lottery jackpot winnings. Am I the butthole for not wanting to split my jackpot win with my husband's friend? I'm a 30-year-old woman. I played the lottery for the first time last year when everyone was talking about the Powerball jackpot. Since then, I've played casually, only spending a few dollars a week. I occasionally won a few bucks, but never really expected to win anything big. But it was nice to dream because I had a ton of debt and I've been struggling a lot. Fast forward to a few months ago. I checked the winning numbers one night against my ticket, and it matched my numbers perfectly. Initially, I didn't believe it, and I thought there had to be a mistake, so I told my husband, and we checked it like a dozen times, and I was right. We won. This is life-changing, multi-generational F.U. money. We instantly agreed to keep the news to ourselves and wait a few months before we did anything. The past few months have been an incredible high filled with disbelief, and though it's been difficult, we've managed not to make any large purchases or change our lifestyle. We fantasized about what to do with our money, but the time to claim is drawing near, so we've begun having more practical discussions about how to claim it and what to do with it. While discussing, my husband Adam brought up that he thinks it'll be a good idea to split the money with his best friend slash business partner, Tim. Tim and Adam have been friends since they were in middle school and have done everything together ever since. Together, they've started businesses, worked together, invested money, moved to the same town, and have often dreamed about our families making it big together. Since we've taken risks together and are so close, Adam feels that it's fair to give them one-third of the cash prize so that, one, we're not going on this journey of a new life alone, and two, it's suspicious to make all this money suddenly, and it's more easily explained if Tim makes the money as well since we do everything together. However, I feel that it's risky to share with them that we've come into this money because Tim's family tends to be more flashy and like showing off, and I don't fully trust that they'll keep it quiet or be modest enough to not raise suspicion. This is important because I've seen community members harass and attack people with far less money just because they feel entitled to it. This could jeopardize our safety, so I want to avoid it if at all possible. Also, I'm not really comfortable with my husband's plan to add Tim and his wife as members of our LLC to claim the prize. Adam thinks that I'm being selfish, and he won't enjoy our newfound wealth if his friend isn't living the same lifestyle. But I think that we could find a way later to give them some money after figuring out a way to explain how we came into the money without telling them that we won the lottery. Anyway, am I the butthole for not wanting to tell them we won the lottery and splitting the money? Am I selfish? So, before I get into the commentary, I just wanted to say that I dug through OP's comments, and unfortunately, she doesn't say how much money they won. She doesn't even give us a ballpark. Are we talking millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions? I got no idea. Now, that being said if your husband wants to give some money to his friend or buy him a new car, I think that's kind of understandable. But to give him one-third of the earnings is bonkers. Even if I were on your husband's side, and I'm not, then the most you could rationally expect is 25%, not 33%. 33% implies that the friend is equal to both you and your husband in your marriage, which is not the case. So I don't know where you are and what like the laws are legally, but my guess is that once you claim the money, effectively it's half yours and half your husband's. If your husband wants to take his half of the money and give it to his friend, then that's his prerogative, I guess. Personally, I think that you two should agree on this as a couple before you give anyone any money, but that's just me. So OP, I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving, man, I'm not really sure about this. I'm giving your husband somewhere between two and four out of five buttholes. I'm really not sure on this one. Opie, I think the really telling thing would be to suggest to your husband that you keep 25%, your husband keeps 25%, the friend keeps 25%, and then you give 25% to, you know, whoever, your sister or your friend or to charity or whatever, and see how he responds to that. If he gets really upset and says, how dare you give away my money to someone else, then okay, we have a hypocrite on our hands. But if he's actually supportive, then that would give more credibility to his argument. I don't know, man. I don't know where to come down on this one. I think what I'm ultimately going to say is that every couple should make major financial decisions together. And if you don't consent to doing this, then you don't consent. And it's as simple as that. So that means your husband has to respect your wishes. That's what me and my wife do. We have a spending limit of 500 bucks. Either one of us can buy whatever we want under that limit, but if we buy anything that's $501, we have to talk to the other person and get permission first. Not really permission, that makes it sound bad. We just have to agree and show respect and be like, hey, I want to buy this thing, you know, I want to make sure you're okay with it. And, you know, the answer is always yes, but when you bring your partner's feelings into the equation and make sure everyone's on the same page, that shows respect and understanding. So I think I'm going to land on giving the husband 3.5 out of 5 buttholes for the audacity. I don't know. What do you guys think on this one? I'm I'm feeling a little lost here. Am I the butthole for canceling my brother's wedding? I'm a 27-year-old woman. My brother, 30, met his future wife, Ella, who's 28, at a party three years ago. Honestly, me and Ella never got along, but I always tried to put up a peaceful front because my brother seemed blissfully happy with her. Ella was mean to me a lot. Like, a lot. She would make comments about my weight, my makeup, and especially my dog. She hated animals and hated that I would bring my lab, toast, to my parents or my brother's house. It always just felt like something aimed to hurt me. When the two got engaged, Ella asked me to be her maid of honor since she has no sisters or many girlfriends. Since my brother seemed thrilled, I obliged. What I failed to realize when I accepted the role was that to Ella, being her maid of honor meant planning the entire wedding. Like, I was booking venues, florists, jazz bands, everything. Even worse, she expected me to put my credit card down for all of it. My brother and her aren't exactly well-off, and since I have a well-paying job, I didn't mind holding the deposits. But it was really starting to add up to a lot. Every time I asked Ella about it, she would say that it would all be paid back by her parents before the wedding. Well, fast forward to last week, about three weeks before the wedding, and Ella is unbearable to be around. She can't last more than a few sentences before snapping at anyone. So, of course, when I brought up the money, the shit hit the fan. I asked if she had received the updated receipt of everything that was owed, and she exploded. She called me a whole line of terrible names, but the one that stuck out was her saying, What do you need the money for anyway? Your sick dog is dead now. My beautiful Toasty died about a month before this, after he fought the bravest battle with cancer. He was my sole dog, and I was devastated. I blinked at her and simply left the room, having no energy to respond to something so cruel. I went back to my car, and after a silent 20-minute drive home, I parked the car and immediately called the vendors and canceled any deposit under my card. Every. Single. One. After almost 20 calls, all that was left of her wedding was the dress and the flower arch. I texted my brother a short explanation. I told him that every vendor would be contacting him if they wished to keep their services, and they were now responsible for covering everything, and that I would no longer be attending. It was only a matter of minutes before my phone started blowing up, and I just turned it off. It's been a few days, and I haven't talked to anyone but my mom, who thankfully understands where I was coming from. My brother has tried to call me, but I just feel terrible, both about what I did and about what she said. I know what I did was extreme, but I also couldn't sit by and practically enable her cruelty anymore. I still can't help but feel bad for ruining my brother's big day, so I don't know. Am I the butthole for this? OK, we need to correct a typo. You said, am I the butthole for canceling my brother's wedding? Let's be clear, it's not really your brother's wedding at this point. It's your wedding because you're the one who's organizing and paying for it. And how exactly is it problematic for you to cancel your card and to transfer the services to their card? Because isn't that what they said they were going to do anyways? So really, what it sounds like is Ella was planning on manipulating you into paying for her wedding, and now that you're not falling for it, she's mad at you. Honestly, OP, I'm proud of you for finally standing up for yourself. While I can understand being stressed before a wedding, there's a difference between being stressed and saying such an awful thing to someone. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving Ella 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. Also, really quick, OP posted a very long update, which I'm not going to read. But the short of it is that when OP's brother found out what Ella said to OP, he apparently became extremely upset at Ella. They're now currently on a break, and he even asked for the ring back. Also, Ella had told OP's brother that she was waiting for a surprise check from her grandparents to completely pay off the wedding, but that check didn't exist. Thankfully, when OP mentioned the threat of legal action, Ella's family agreed to sell her wedding dress to pay OP back for what she'd spent so far. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount. Plus hundred percent free shipping and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Am I the butthole for not wanting my polycule parents at my wedding? Polycule, what the hell is a polycule? Is it like polyamorous? Okay, a polycule, for those who don't know, including me, is a relationship involving more than two people where every single person is romantically involved with every other person. Okay, today I learned, I guess. My parents are in a polycule relationship with a man. I've always been mildly uncomfortable with it, just due to a variety of features about the whole thing. For starters, the man is as young as I am, and he basically now lives in my former room growing up, whoa whoa, that is weird okay sorry okay look guys i don't want to seem like i'm against polyamorous relationships if you're into that you're into that it's just yo having your parents boy toy sleeping in your childhood bed is weird i don't say anything about it as it's their life and they can live it the way they like but and i'll be completely honest here all of it sort of discomforts me Nevertheless, I have my own life, and I still love them, and I try not to think about that in any capacity. They're happy, and that's good for them. With that background out of the way, I'm getting married soon, and I wanted my parents to be there, of course. They were happy for me, and it was great. Then, my significant other and I got to arranging everything for the wedding, and we eventually began arranging for the seating. I wanted to run my seating plan by my parents, since they know some of these people better than I do, so I emailed it to them and asked them to look it over. They looked it over, and then they called me and said that I had missed a seat for Dave, their significant other. I told them that I didn't think that Dave would be coming. They said they would all be coming, and I said I'm not sure if that's a good idea. I tried to gently tiptoe around the issue and tell them not to bring Dave, but they were insistent, so I was frank with them. I told them I was uncomfortable with Dave coming, and I wanted to share my special day with them, not Dave. I tried to explain why I didn't think that it was appropriate. At this point, things took a turn for the worse. We had a back and forth, which basically devolved into a fight. Eventually, they basically said that they'd much rather just not come if they couldn't come as a couple. I, in a moment of anger, then said, great, then don't come, in a passive-aggressive tone. I haven't talked to my parents since then. In a way, I feel like they've changed so much from when I was young. I still love them, and I still wanted them to come, but all of this is just not how I imagined my wedding going. It's their life to live, but this is my wedding. It's supposed to be about me and my significant other surrounded by people that we cherish. Dave and I have no relationship. He's a stranger to me, and respectfully, I genuinely am completely fine with that. I want my parents to come, but if they want to bring Dave, I'd much rather they just don't. I love them, but I don't want Dave there, so am I the butthole? Also, OP clarifies that none of the guests in her wedding are allowed to bring a plus one. You're either invited or not. Okay, so the whole polycule situation does kind of add another level of complexity to the situation, but I think, deep down, this is simply an issue of, is OP allowed to not invite someone to her wedding who she doesn't even know? OP doesn't have a relationship with Dave, nor does OP's significant other. So if OP doesn't want to invite Dave, then that feels pretty reasonable to me. I don't really understand why OP's parents are trying to die on this hill. If we remove the whole polycule relationship and just made it so, let's suppose OP's parents are divorced, and her dad has been single, and her dad just started dating this woman, but OP doesn't really know her dad's girlfriend, and then OP doesn't want to invite her dad's girlfriend to the wedding because she doesn't really know the girlfriend. That's like, that feels very reasonable and understandable to me. So I'm on your side, OP. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your parents 1.5 out of 5 buttholes because, yeah, they can live their life however they want, but why are they putting their boyfriend, who doesn't even have a relationship with their daughter, above their daughter's wedding? Am I the butthole for making my sister cry since I quizzed her on her knowledge because she wants to homeschool her kid? I'm gonna get it out of the way and say that I do not like homeschooling. I think it's almost impossible to do it correctly on social and educational development. And this is coming from someone who went to an awful public school. So my sister was talking about homeschooling her kid. She said that her and her husband would teach her. My sister and her husband are not the brightest people. Much more physically labor people than understanding math. I tried to ask if that was a good idea, but she basically said, how hard can it be? So I started quizzing her, and these were not hard questions. For example, I asked her what a verb was, to name the planets and simple math problems. Like, literally, I asked her to do division. She could only name a few planets, and she gave the definition for an adjective, not a verb. Also, she was just completely wrong with the math. It was kind of sad. I told her the right answer, and I asked her, if she can't do this, then how will she teach the kid to read or do any math? She called me a jerk and left to cry. Her husband is up my butt about it, but my mom thinks that it's a blessing. Am I the butthole? I'm questioning myself. I'm on your side, OP. Your sister is woefully underqualified for this. This is true not just for homeschooling, but for any job. If she said, I'm going to be a professional boxer, but she's like four foot eight and has never worked out in her life, I think that also makes sense to be like, uh, okay, are you sure? Let's talk about this because maybe this is a stupid idea. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm also giving your sister 0 out of 5 buttholes because she's not really mean or wrong. She's just dumb. She's, she's a dummy dum-dum, unfortunately. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw